now we will discuss what caused the birth of environmental literary studies in the mid 80s as scholars began to undertake collaborative projects the field of environmental literary studies was planted and in the early 90s it grew in 1985 frederick o wach edited teaching environmental literature materials methods and resources which included course descriptions from 19 different scholars and sought to foster a greater presence of environmental concern and awareness in literary disciplines in 1989 alicia niteki founded the american nature writing newsletter whose purpose was to publish brief essays, book reviews, classroom notes and information pertaining to the study of writing on nature and environment. Others have been responsible for special environmental issues of established literary journals. Some universities began to include literature courses in their environmental studies curricula. A few inaugurated new institutes or programs in nature and culture. and some english departments began to offer a minor in environmental literature in 1990 the university of nevada reno created the first academic position in literature and the environment and during these years several special sessions on nature writing or environmental literature began to appear on the programs of annual literary conferences perhaps the most notably the 1991 mla special session organized by Harriet Fromm entitled Ecocriticism the greening of literary studies and in 1992 American Literature Association symposium chaired by Glenn Lowe entitled American Nature Writing New Context New Approaches in 1992 the annual meeting of the Western Literature Association a new association for the study of literature and environment ASLE was formed with Scott Slovic elected as the first president asles mission was to promote the exchange of ideas information pertaining to literature that considers the relationship between human beings and the natural world and to encourage new nature writing traditional and innovative scholarly approaches to environmental literature and interdisciplinary environmental research In its first year, ASLES membership was swelled to more than 300. In its second year, the number doubled, and this group created an electronic mail computer network to facilitate communication among members. In its third year, 1995, ASLES membership has dropped to 750, and the group hosted its first conference in Fort Collins, Colorado. In 1993, Patrick Murphy established a new journal, ISLE. in the disciplinary studies in literature and environment to provide a forum for critical studies of the literary and performing arts proceeding from or addressing environmental consideration these would include ecological theory environmentalism conceptions of nature and their depictions the human nature dichotomy and related concerns by 1993 then ecological literary study had emerged as a recognizable critical school The formerly disconnected scattering of lone scholars had joined forces with young scholars and graduate students to become a strong interest group with aspiration to change the profession. The origin of ecocriticism as a critical approach thus predates its recent consolidation by more than 20 years.
Next, Cheryl Glodfelty gives the definition of eco-criticism. What then is eco-criticism? Simply put, eco-criticism is a study of relationship between literature and physical environment. Just as feminist criticism examines language and literature from a gender-conscious perspective, and Marxist criticism brings an awareness of modes of production and economic class to its reading of texts. Eco-criticism takes an earth-centered approach to literary studies. Eco-critics and theorists ask questions like the following. How is nature represented in this particular sonnet? What role does the physical setting play in the plot of this novel? Are the values expressed in this play consist with ecological wisdom? How do our metaphors of the land influence the way we treat it? How can we characterize nature writing as a genre? In addition to race, class and gender, should plays become a new critical category? Do men write about nature differently than women do? In what ways has literacy itself affected humankind's relationship to the natural world? How has the concept of wilderness changed over time? In what ways and to what effect is the environmental crisis seeping into contemporary literature and popular culture? What view of nature informs U.S. government reports, corporate advertising, televised nature documentaries and to what rhetorical effect? What bearing might the science of ecology have on literary studies? How is science itself open to literary analysis? What cross-fertilization is possible between literary studies and environmental discourse in related disciplines such as history, philosophy, psychology, art history and ethics? These are the questions eco-critics and theorists ask through their criticism. Despite the broad scope of inquiry and desperate levels of sophistication, all ecological criticism shares the fundamental premise that human culture is connected to the physical world, affecting it and affected by it. Eco-criticism takes as its subject the interconnections between nature and culture, specifically the cultural artifacts of language and literature. As a critical stance, it has one foot in literature, the other on land. As a theoretical discourse, it negotiates between the human and the non-human. Eco-criticism can be further characterized by distinguishing it from other critical approaches. Literary theory in general examines the relations between writers, texts and the world. In most literary theory, the world is synonymous with society, the social sphere. Eco-criticism expands the notion of the world to include the entire ecosphere. If we agree with Barry Commoner's first law of ecology, everything is connected to everything else. We must conclude that literature does not float above the material world in some aesthetic ether, but rather plays a part in its immensely complex global system in which energy, matter and ideas interact. But the taxonomic name of this green branch of literary study is still being negotiated. In the Comedy of Survival, Studies in Literary Ecology, Joseph W. Meeker introduced the term literary ecology to refer to the study of biological themes and relationships which appear in literary works. It is simultaneously an attempt to discover what roles have been played by literature in the ecology of human species. The term ecocriticism was possibly first coined in 1978 by William Rukert 
in his essay Liturgy, Literature and Ecology, an experiment in eco-criticism. By eco-criticism, Rukert meant the application of ecology and ecological concepts to the study of literature. Rukert's definition, concerned specifically with the science of ecology, is thus more restrictive than one proposed in this anthology, which includes all possible relations between literature and the physical world. Other terms currently in circulation include ecopoetics, environmental literary criticism, green cultural studies, etc. Many critics write environmentally conscious criticism without needing or wanting a specific name for it. Others argue that a name is important. It was precisely because the early studies lacked a common subject heading that they were dispersed so widely, failed to build on one another and became both difficult to access and negligible in their impact on the profession. Some scholars like the term eco-criticism because it is short and can easy, easily be made into other forms like eco-critical and eco-critic. Additionally, they favor eco over envio because analogous to the science of ecology, eco-criticism studies the relationship between things, in this case between human culture and physical world. Furthermore, in its connotations, envio is anthropocentric and dualistic, implying that we humans are at the center, surrounded by everything that is not us, the environment, eco in contrast implies interdependent communities, integrated systems and strong connections among constituent parts. Ultimately, of course, usage will dictate which term or whether any term is adopted. But think of how convenient it would be to sit down at a computerized database and have a single term to enter for your subject search. So, eco-criticism. That's all for today. Thank you.